Welcome to Be Love, Be Well, Be Whole, a monthly podcast with Nicole Raines, licensed marriage and family therapist, and clinical psychologist, Dr. Dina Scott, where we discuss mental health, relationships in all stages and phases, and wellness. The information in this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes and does not take the place of having a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Let's join the journey. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I'm really excited about today's episode, um, and we'll just dive right in. So I am Nicole Raines, a licensed marriage and family therapist here in Virginia, as well as in California. Happened to be a licensed, no longer practicing attorney in California, which has led me to joining my careers and doing a lot of organizational type wellness things now. So along with treating individuals in an individual status, as well as relationships in all phases and stages, now do some well-being work within organizations with their employees individually and in groups. Um, So welcome back, Dina, and hello, Joy. Please tell the people who you are. Hello, I'm happy to be here. My name is Joy Stevens, and I am a diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging subject matter expert, consultant, workshop facilitator um, to, we'll just call it corporate corporate spaces. And um, I'm with the company New Heights Academic and Leadership Consulting, LLC. And I've been doing this for about the past five years. And similar to you, I started off very differently um, as an engineer of all things. And then I moved into sales and blah, blah, blah. But um, right now, this is this is who I am. And this is secretly who I've always wanted to be, which is someone who can help other people see the humanity in the rest of us. I love joy. Yeah, that was absolutely beautiful, Joy. And um, I feel like a lot of us, when it comes to our journeys, we have maybe a variety of different things that take us to that path that feels like it's our heart's work. And I am Dina Scott. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. I'm licensed in the state of California. I have been um, a clinical psychologist for 16 years. And I think for all of the time that I've been a psychologist, I've thought, so much about what it means to think about ourselves as our full beings. And so I really thought a lot about equity, inclusion, justice, um, all things before um, we even were using kind of the the phrases that we use today. And so I have the privilege of um, working with my um, partner in crime, Connie Chu. Um, We have a equity, inclusion, justice, racial healing um, business, um, and also um, doing work with Headspace Health um, to lead an adolescent program. And as much as I can, I'm just trying to do things that really center healing, um, center ourselves as especially people of color navigating so many things and so many complexities, um, and just trying to show up as our our full authentic selves. So I'm so super excited to be here with you, Joy um, and um, Nicole today. Thanks. So wanting to check in with ourselves, and this is kind of our icebreaker, Joy, where We use a theme song to talk about where we're at. So Joy, what is your theme song for today? Ooh, you know, I'm thinking about two different ones. I think my my theme song is always going to be I Will Survive, Mm. you know, um, in my mind, you know. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. I always think about that. And then how you grow from that. Now, the rest of the lyrics about breaking up, maybe not. But that's what I think about when I think about that song. 
I love it, Joy. If you want to share your second one, you can, because sometimes we do mashups. Okay. Well, my second one, <laughs> this is this is my strut song because mm-hmm. in my mind, when I'm feeling cute and I'm feeling myself, it's not Beyonce that comes to mind, the beat, the rhythm with which I walk, and actually the hip swing and everything I stole from John Travolta. And the song in my <laughs> mind is staying alive. <laughs> I love it, John. <laughs> love, love, love. Um, I think for today, it's it's interesting because I just recently lost my grandmother and she was a big, big blues fan. And so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm thinking about her and thinking about her love for B.B. King. Um, and so I guess um, one of the songs um, that I will pick for today um, is his song um, called um, Downhearted. So yeah. B.B. King for today. What about you, Nicole? Uh, today, it is Timeless. Um, and the remix version is a Sergio Mendez song. But this is the version that has India Ari on it. And uh, one of the lyrics in there is that uh, kindness is timeless. So that's the space that I'm in. And just welcoming you, Dina, as you're in your healing space to joining us today. So timeless it is uh and then for all of our listeners you can follow this season's uh list of mood songs and it's a whole mood on spotify okay so just delving right in there um one of these this check-in is really relevant to our topic today and joy i'm so excited that you are here and want to talk about this and it is mental health and black women and all the things that bring us into our wholeness. Um, mm. So Dean and I always talk about, you know, how we might feel disconnected from wholeness and that sense might have people feeling broken or less than, but we're not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you're disconnected and how do we reconnect? I am so geeked to talk about this, this topic. You know, as, as we were all, you know, speaking and introducing ourselves and I'm listening to us say, we all started somewhere else with some, version of go get a good job, right? That's what our parents told us, you know, go to college, you get a job. And then that's kind of the end of the story. But then we've turned or pivot, however you want to call it, to something that ensures a higher level of like mental health, safety, wellness, stability, et cetera. Um, And I'm reminded of, you know, that old triangle, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the bottom level The intrinsic things that a human being needs to survive are food, shelter, water, freedom from harm. Safety is a basic need. And I think one of the reasons that, when this is me just, you know, in my own hypothesis, one of the reasons that so many Black women in particular, but women of color in general, are moving into a space where we talk about wellness, mental health, um, diversity, inclusion, and justice, et cetera, is because we don't feel safe from harm mm. as a body of people. So true. And, and, and Joy, you mentioned that of, of where safety, can you expand a little bit upon on that notion of safety? Because you're, you're right, we've kind of sought out mm-hmm. um, these spaces to be able to um, break away from those myths, or just some of the, you know, stereotypes and tropes mm-hmm. that get put upon black women and women of color that oh, we have to be so strong and, 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 you know, provide safety to everyone else. Right. We are at the bottom of the, the pyramid, right? Everybody depends on us. Everybody expects us to be able to shoulder the, the weight, 
the burden, the blame, all of it. And, you know, um, the phrase, you know, strong black woman, I don't like it because I'm kind of tired. I am pushing 50 and I am tired of being strong. I'm tired of people thinking she can handle it because a strong black woman is not a powerful black woman. It is, it's a workhorse. I don't right. want to be a workhorse. Oh, there's so many things I feel like coming up um, for me um, when you're speaking, Joy. You know, I think so much about, you know, a variety of different um, women who have been really important in my life and some of the journeys that they've taken. I think of myself. I'm particularly thinking about my mother and I know myself, um, Nicole and um, Chanel have talked a lot about our moms, but, you know, thinking about that, yeah, that strong woman, you know, especially strong black woman and, you know, being that super woman, which is so problematic because mm. the weight that it carries is, is too much. And I think about my mom and her, her doing so much for others, giving so much of herself that, you know, that also impacted, I feel like her, her length of life. And so she died I feel like early because there was so much that she, she did that wasn't really centered on her making sure she was healed, her making sure that she was taking care of her health first, um, because it was, you know, oh my gosh, I have to do, I have to do, I have to be, I have to show up right. um, for everyone else. And, and I agree with you 1000% that, you know, sometimes we need to, you know, think and challenge ourselves with pushing back on some of these terms that actually haven't served us <laughs> as a group of people. Um, when you think about the pressure that these terms also take. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I work with a lot of uh, corporate executives, because uh, I do executive coaching as well. And I've had, I'm trying to enumerate them in my mind, I've had at least at least four that come to the top of my mind immediately, uh, black women in executive spaces, where we start talking about, you know, the influences in their lives, the journey that they've been on, and at least four of the many women that I've worked with have said they admire their mother or grandmother. And the phrase keeps coming up, she would give you her last. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. say it as if that is admirable. And it is, it is good to be a generous person, to want to help, to be charitable, but she would give you her last, completely self-sacrificing. And they see that as a, a goal. You know, right. I want to be that way. You, you want to wear yourself out. We've been conditioned to think that that's a badge of honor to be exhausted on a right. daily basis. Right. Yes, ignoring the human cycle, which is activity, rest, activity, rest. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it did have me think about my mom as well, where she, she was self-sacrificing and she did give so much of herself. Yet the messaging that she actually passed down to me was be happy, mm -hmm. be happy in what you do, be happy in your relationships you know, like make that what your marker of success. And then um, I, I distinctly remember it was in law school and I was typing away on an 80 page paper. And she's like, you need to take time to stop and smell the roses. So even though, you know, she might not have always taken her own advice, that's the messaging that she was putting in there. Rest, you know, focus on things other than just go, go, go. But we are, right? We are mm -hmm. in that, that, that society, that culture where it is go, go, go. And I want to pull apart even that, that superwoman, right? Um, in there, and Joy, I know you're a fan of, of uh, superheroes and comics. And I find it interesting that that gets placed upon women 
but we don't truly look at every single superhero has had some sort of trauma or tragedy. Yes. They've had something they've had to overcome. They've had moments of where they weren't trying to be strong because they saw that that was not serving them. But we don't talk about that part of the story. No, you're absolutely right. One of the things I really like, speaking of superheroes, um, was it last year on Disney, there was the She-Hulk uh, oh, yeah. series and uh, it got a lot of flack because you could tell women wrote a, a lot of that material because the perspective I was sitting there riveted like yes because she's a lawyer <laughs> um, and the very first episode her own cousin who is the Hulk competes with her to see who's stronger she wasn't trying to compete she was just trying to learn but when she did something well he had to beat her this is her family right and then mm -hmm. he tells her he's doing all of this so she can control her anger so she can control going in and out of Hulk mode. And then she's like, you mean like this? And she just boop, 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 back, back and forth. Anger, no anger, Hulk, no Hulk. And he's like, how did you learn that in five days? And I remember this with my whole soul. She said, I am a lawyer in New York and I am a woman. I have been controlling my anger since I was 10. Right, yeah. And you think about how we are expected to be the you know the version I don't like the word lady because I think it's oppressive personally I don't want to be a lady I want to be a grown woman um but you know the idea of being you know polite and seen and courteous and uh, all the finer etiquette things um no opinion just here for decoration all these things that they want to put on you when you speak up and say hey I I have an idea you know and you know Nick you asked earlier what did I mean by safety I do a lot of workshop facilitation around Amy Edmondson's concept of psychological safety. And mm -hmm. that is so much harder to achieve than just, you know, I've got a roof over my head. I've got food to eat. I don't feel like I'm going to get beat up today, but um, safety and freedom go hand in hand. If I feel free to be myself, free to speak my mind, I have to be in a safe place to do those things. And so many of us aren't, you know, even in our own families, you know, even yeah. with our, our, our fathers, our brothers, our cousins, our mothers, our aunties who maybe have some outdated views of what they think we should do and say and act and look like, um, we're not even free to be ourselves at home. What was it? The Solange, when you can't be free inside your home, you know, like, I just want to be me. I want to be myself. And that I have to feel safe to do that. And so I think so many of us are trying to create a literal safe space, sometimes in our own brains to be who we really wanna be. Yes, Joy, you that right there when you said in our own brains, um, because sometimes for some, it doesn't feel safe there. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that is terrifying. So I think our conversation today is talking about like what, what happens when we don't have even even that moment for ourselves where it's like, okay, I do feel like I can be exactly and entirely who who I am, um, and and not and and who you are uh, might be a person that is experiencing some things that you you need to talk about or share. And this is why things like anxiety and depression don't always show up the way that people think that they they might um, and women uh, a lot of time are fully functioning 
in what on the outside and are completely crumbling on the inside. And we don't really talk about that enough. Absolutely. To all my, any of my friends that I might send this recording to once we're finished, we're talking about you. Every last one of y'all. You, yes, you too. I love it. I love it. Well, and I think that, you know, I, you know, can just also admit that sometimes I can be in that cycle myself. I think, you know, Nicole mentioned how, you know, for her mom, it was really important to emphasize like, you know, being in the joy um, and, you know, trying to kind of center that as a piece of like smelling the roses. And, and I feel like in some ways my mom did that as well. And I'm also guilty of not always doing that as well, because I, I too sometimes fall into that pressure of trying to be and show up and give and extend um, to others, sometimes at a fault. Um, and so I think for all of us, you know, being able to remind ourselves, like, what can I, what can I do different um, that really makes sure that I am centering myself, you know, no matter what, um, you know, I think it doesn't mean we're selfish. And sometimes being selfish is also maybe a positive <laughs> because mm -hmm. we might need to be. <laughs> Um, it doesn't mean that we are, you know, trying to be neglectful of anyone. It means that honoring ourselves also helps us show up better um, for us as individuals, but also for those that we love. You know, I'm reminded of, there's a book out right now. I think it's Trisha Hershey, Hersey, Rester's Resistance is the name of the book. Yes, yes. And the nap ministry, I am here. I am so here for a nap ministry. And as yes. I've gotten older, I realized I need to lay down. You know, there was a, there was even a TikTok, my Instagram, one of those two um, of a young lady. And she really just wanted to sit on her couch and she started singing. She made the song up on the spot. I'm about to go lay down. And that was, went viral because it, it resonated with so many people. I need to lay down. Yes. I need to go be, be quiet and look in the corner. And I've even said this to my clients when I finish a workshop and we're recapping and we're doing the feedback and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm about to go put a blanket on and go stare at the, stare at the wall for an hour. I'll talk to y'all later. Cause I need people to know I'm tired. I need yep. people to understand. I do not have endless boundless energy. I need to lay down and I'm going to, and I'll be back when I'm done resting. Right. And, and to your point, Dina, it's not about being lazy or selfish or a diva or whatever, I'm making it known because it's so uncommon for black women to talk about it. I want to be one of those that says I need some rest. Yes. I'm fabulous. I'm a star. I need to lay down. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That these themes have been coming up, um, this notion of rest. So I, I want these conversations to continue. Enjoy your your modeling by saying, yeah, I'm I'm going to to rest because it is, um, it's actually absurd that mm -hmm. rest has become seen as a, a sign of weakness instead of you, we're all humans. And there's some basic needs that are necessary for our survival. Rest mm -hmm. is one of them. And it's, it's an American thing because if you go to Europe now, there's, there's a lot of systemic oppression that separates the two like say let's let's call them overarching cultures they have in europe they have universal health care they have long sabbaticals mm -hmm. uh they take 
siestas mm -hmm. in the afternoon um, in the Iberian Peninsula. You know, um, they do a year maternity leave and all these other things that seem so to us so progressive and great. And part of it is because they are genuine, generally speaking, majority one color, regardless of what that color is, majority one nationality in the United States is the only, and to some extent in the UK is the only place where you have a significant enough population of people from different ethnic backgrounds to where you want to start to oppress people and hold them back and hold them down. And one of the reasons we don't have universal health care in the United States is because everybody in the majority is worried about giving a free handout to all these other people that they don't think deserve it. And they will shoot themselves in the foot to keep us from having it. Um, but the same goes for the idea of rest and relaxation. It's a it's a bad byproduct of the industrial revolution, which I could take it all, we could do a whole 1619 project thing on this, but to keep it short, too late is already too long. But anyway, to talk about the idea of rest and laziness and how people would conflate that with like, um, sloth in the Bible and use it as a weapon against people who just wanted to take half a day off out of seven days a week. You know, the, um, the idea of wearing it as a badge of, of honor, you know, oh, I burned, I burned the midnight oil. I, I was up till 2 a.m. finishing this thing. And, you know, I got this to my boss by 7 a.m. Monday, go, go lay down. And why are our bosses or whoever your boss is, why are somebody asking that of us? Um, one of the, I personally think that we could have, we could restructure everything, lower unemployment and long, elongate people's lives just by hiring enough people to do the work and stop having folks hmm. do two and three jobs, wear two and three hats, hire more people, stop paying these ridiculous bonuses. And, um, but that's a very socialist idea. So, so I will go ahead and stop on that track. <laughs> I love it. Joy, I think, I mean, I know that we were just doing like this, uh, you know, our conversation was not going to be that ex extensive today, but you need to come back because we need to have a whole episode on rest uh, and <laughs> and how to get it. I think that that's important. And, and for you to be engaged in the spaces that you're engaged in, especially when it comes to executive coaching, mm -hmm. right, that... I think people would be confused, like, hey, she's, she's talking about rest. She says that she lays down. Like, yes, mm -hmm. that's part of our, not just our physical well-being, that, we, that is necessary for our mental health. There's a reason that uh, most places in, in preschool or just little children take naps mm -hmm. is not for just physical rest. It's also give an emotional reset. And mm -hmm. as adults, we need emotional resets as well. Mm -hmm. We need emotional. <laughs> that is so... Oh, wow. I got goosebumps when you said that. We need an emotional reset. Absolutely. I, I, can, I can think of at least four times, maybe seven, maybe 10 this week where I just needed, I just need a minute mm -hmm. to reset myself. And what we do when we don't get the time, we cheat with medication, with pills, with wine, with Xanax, whatever it is, because a coffee, because we don't take the time to actually rest. And then we wonder why we've got ulcers and irritable bowel syndrome and we're holding cortisol and extra weight. I feel like there's a reason that the average black woman is a size 14. This stress, we are stressed the hell out. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yes. Real conversation. 
Real conversations, Joy. We don't have any rules. <laughs> 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 oh, Joy. So, I, I mean, thank you so, so much. I know we're winding down, but I want you to be able to share, you know, some, some gems in there and, and where the people can find you. Um, so if you're looking for me, the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. It's just Joy Stevens, New Heights. You put that in, you'll find me. Um, you can also find my website, newheightsawait.com. And you can also email me at newheightsjoy at gmail.com. So those are the major ways to get me. Find me on LinkedIn because I'm out there like every day. And I really, really wish the best rest for everyone. Go lay down today, right now, while you're listening to this. Just take 45 minutes to close your eyes and uh, see if you don't feel better. Hmm. I like it. That reset right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so thank you again, Joy, for uh, joining us. And we want to close out with our, our moments of um, wonder. So if there was anything that brought you any sense of awe, or wonder within these last few weeks, please, please share. Wow. Oh, and you know what? This is going to be, it's, it's a weird one. I was in Miami last weekend for Jazz in the Gardens with a couple of friends of mine. And it was a whole star-studded cast, but Elder Barge was there. Mm-hmm. And to listen to Elder Barge and to see him on screen or on, on stage with the same purity of voice that he had 30 years ago, and to know what he's been through with, you know, his struggles with uh, chemical substances, et cetera, and to still have that pure voice. It gave me, you know, there's a redemption for everyone. That was my awe moment, I think. Oh, I like that, Joy. Love that. What about you, Nick? Um, you know, <laughs> for me, it really is. Nature is my place. So um, went hiking because uh, we changed some plans. So went hiking in the middle of the week. And just being out there and it was just myself and my husband on the trail, the silence (laughs) that happened and all you could hear was like the leaves rustle and then there was a woodpecker somewhere. So that was a little nerve wracking. But other than that, it just, it was a moment of awe where it's like, wow, I I, I feel still. And that was a a wondrous um, feeling at that moment. Love that. I love that. And I think for me, um, I will say, you know, with all that has been going on with the recent loss, I have had a lot of moments of wonder and awe with the way that my partner and also my sister have just shown up for me and just been there. And yesterday, I will say was a day where they showed up and just provided um, so much of what I needed, even without me saying it. Um, mm-hmm. So I appreciated that greatly and always appreciate being out around loved ones. So I've really appreciated today. I really have been grateful so much um, to be in space with you, Joy and Nicole. And thank you for joining us today. Be sure to listen and subscribe. And as well, always be loved, be well, be whole. Thanks everyone.